0: Welcome. We hope you enjoy this recording from Christ City Church, based in Dublin, Ireland. For more podcasts and information on the church, please visit ChristCityChurch.ie. Thank you for listening.
1: Hi guys. <laughs> Welcome to our Holy Saturday um, Easter service. It is so good to see everyone on today. Um, happy Easter Saturday. I don't know if you can say that. Um, so, yeah, this is Christ City Church's Holy Saturday day service. I hope everyone has had a delightful. Uh, day in the sunshine today. I hope you've been tapping into that hot girl summer att- attitude. I know I certainly have. <laughs> so yeah, just a bit about myself so you know what's going on here. My name is Katie. I'm 21. I'm a final year student studying history at Trinity College Dublin. I'm from a town in Antrim called Ballyclare. Clare. I've been living in Dublin. I'm going to Christ City Church um, for the past four years since I moved across the border. I enjoy wearing Doc Martens, drinking overpriced coffee and I am a Christian and that is all you need to know about me. Um, so this evening will be a very short service, it'll only be 30 minutes long, we'll have a couple of prayers, a couple of readings, a short talk for myself and we'll hope to finish around eight o'clock and then people can hang around for 10 or 15 minutes after if you have any questions about the talk or Easter or just Jesus in general. Um, and feel free to participate in the songs, or the prayers where you feel comfortable, or if you simply just wanna sit back and observe, um, then that is also cool as well. So yeah, let's just um, use this time to um, enjoy being together and enjoy a bit of a sense of community as well um, in the midst of lockdown. Uh, so yeah, a massive thanks to Leanne and Isaac, um, who have explored the importance of Monday, Thursday, and um, with Jesus praying sorrowfully in the Garden of Gethsemane, and uh, Good Friday and the goodness of the crucifixion. And um, yes, yeah, so thank you guys for kind of setting the scene for us getting into Holy Saturday and the Resurrection tomorrow. And um, so yeah, as we as we come to um, explore more about saturday and, and the waiting and what that means um lma is going to come and open us in a short prayer before we get started and then connor is going to read our passage for us this evening so lma do you just want to go ahead when you're ready
0: yeah hey guys uh let's pray um father god we give you thanks that we can meet today on holy saturday over Zoom. um we ask that you quieten our our thoughts and open our hearts as we enter this time of worship um We thank you that you're not a God that will ever abandon us. Um, You had a plan in the silence of Easter Saturday and you have a plan for us now. Um, Let this be a reminder that in this year of waiting, you are still working for our good. Um, Forgive us for the times when we have forgotten your presence in our lives. And I pray you encourage us all to reach out to you today, whether it be for the first time or the thousandth time. We pray that you would especially encourage those of us that are struggling with feeling distant from your love today. Father, just knowing that you love us can sometimes feel distant to us when we face trials. For your love is so great that it conquered death itself. Um, Let this be a reminder to us today to turn to you and rejoice in your love. Amen. Um, And now we're just gonna have Connor with the reading.
2: So uh, reading from the gospel uh, according to Matthew, This last deception will be worse than the first. Take a guard, Pilate answered. Go make the tomb as secure as you know how. So they went and made the to- tomb secure by putting a see- seal on the stone and posting the guard.
1: Thanks so much, Connor, um, for that reading. So. Let us begin um, I wonder can you pinpoint in your life when you felt most alone in the world perhaps an experience you are all victim to losing your mum in Tesco when you were a young child age five or 21 but you've wandered down the easter egg aisle your mum is still in the fruit and veg you see the scary teenage boys giggling in the corner you're lost you're panicked you're alone Or perhaps your loneliness is a more recent emotion as a result of the lockdown. Loneliness, what an isolated feeling, a feeling of separation from the world and community. Do you see how this story of Easter, how the saga of the Saturday reveals the epitome of loneliness? Jesus had been pierced and crushed on the cross, abandoned by God, left to die. All Jesus's followers estranged from their leader, their hope had been killed. Jesus's body lay deceased in the tomb. Evidently, this passage at first sight appears as if God has just left the world to suffer. Yet, what this story of Easter actually says is God is still there when you think he's not. God is still there when you think he's not. He is in the midst of this time of mourning and confusion in Jerusalem. He is at the crux of your suffering and loneliness. Why? Because Jesus was abandoned at the point of crucifixion so that we could have relationship with God forever. We would never have to be alone. In the absence, God is present. God is there when we think he's not. So let's jump right in here. What do we see in this passage? Well, Jesus had just been buried by Joseph of Arimathea in the tomb and the chief priests and teachers of the law who were the religious leaders of the period came to Pontius Pilate the governor concerned that the disciples were going to steal the body from the tomb to try and deceive everyone that Jesus's claims were actually true. Pilate told them to seal the tomb and place the guard in front of it for extra protection. The Pharisees were concerned about the implications that this story could have if Jesus's words did come true and he did rise from the dead. They realized the depth of the claim. Even though Christ was separated from the world in this holy Saturday, the person of Jesus continued to threaten the religious pride of the Pharisees, so much so that they were still even quoting him in their conversations, as we've seen in verse 63. But really, we haven't been told much at all about the Saturday. Where is Jesus? Where is God? Why is there a silence in this passage? In the verses just before this, the Bible tells us that Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of James and Joseph were sitting opposite Jesus' tomb in mourning and disbelief. Jesus, their leader and friend, whose teachings and love and care had provided them with a reason to hope in the world. this had vanished from their lives. You can imagine the eerie silence that surrounded the two Marys as they wept in grievance. Jesus had been separated from the world, removed from the lives of those who loved him, from his family, from his disciples, from the people he also loved. There now appeared no reason for hope. Christ was separated from the world. More so Christ was also separated from God in this Easter story. Why? So we could have a reason for hope. Christ was separated from the story at this point because he was putting death to death. He experienced the fullness of separation from God so we would never have to. Christ's separation created a way for you and for me. Even the Pharisees of the story, who were so caught up in themselves, they were trying to inhibit a dead body from ruining their claims of religion and faith. Even they could be saved from separation from God because of what Jesus did. If we believe in this Easter story, it means we believe that the, when the world stood in silence and waiting on the Saturday Christ was experiencing the gravities of our suffering so that we would not have to endure the pain of our disobedience to God. Where Christ appears silent in the story, it was for the singular purpose of our good. He was thinking of us in his separation from God. He did it for Mary Magdalene, for Mary the mother of James and Joseph, for his disciple Peter who had denied him, for Pilate who had sentenced him to death, for the crowd who laughed at him on the cross, for the Pharisees who doubted his promises, for me who tries to play God in my own life, for you who doesn't even yet believe God exists. In the silence, Jesus was taking the pain of the world, paying for it and promising us all hope. God turned his face away and was far from Jesus. Yet, as a result, God was at his closest to us. In the separation, God is still there when you think he's not. So we've looked at Christ's separation and what that means for us. But how does that show God's commitment? Our second point. You may look at this Easter story and question God's claim to being all powerful. Why is there an absence from this loving God? Why does it appear that he's left the world to deal on its own? I'm sure you've had that thought yourself. Why does such a good God allow suffering? Firstly, in the Bible, and secondly, in the reality of life today. 2.79 million deaths caused by Covid. 689 million people in poverty surviving on less than 1 euro 62 cents a day. 39.5 percent of people will be diagnosed with cancer in their lifetime. I know for myself when when my granny passed away a couple of summers ago I felt the significance of suffering. She was a big part of my family's life, a huge influence to my faith, the kindest soul I have ever encountered. She loved people so well. Why did she have to suffer sickness? Why did my family have to suffer grief? Suffering is real. It exists. It traumatizes. It makes you question, how was this God present 2,000 years ago? How is he present today? Well, how about this? If God himself suffered, maybe our suffering isn't without purpose. We may not know the reasons why he lets suffering occur, but he can't be indifferent because the Christian God takes our misery seriously and he gets involved. How does he do this? Through the cross, through the body in the tomb, through the resurrection. If we feel forsaken, we can look to this passage and see that ultimately God is committed to us and he is with us when we think he's not. When we think he's not. Jesus knows the feeling of isolation. Jesus knows the brutality of physical pain. God knows the emotional turmoil of losing a son. God knows what suffering felt like because God also suffered in this story. When God appeared absent he was in fact making a way for his offer of relationship to be made available so that amongst the rawness of suffering we can see that Jesus suffered for us and God suffers with us so that we never have to endure permanent isolation again. In the silence of the Saturday Mary waits, the disciples wait, the earth waits we wait for the delight of the Sunday as God prepared for the greatest example of faithfulness to be displayed. Our suffering has purpose. God understands. We do not have to suffer alone. God is committed to you. Easter reveals that to us. God is there when you think he's not. In light of these past two points, we see God is still there when we think he's not but how can we respond to this you might be thinking well this is all well and good but what does it actually mean well the response is a call to be dependent on God. Holy Saturday means that in the silence we can trust and rely on a God who understands humanity and is working in the waiting. God is desperate for us, God wants us To want him. And he says we can depend on him in periods of suffering and isolation. Throughout the Bible, there is a multitude of evidence of God distancing himself to allow people to seek him further and to learn to depend on him. There are countless stories in the Old Testament of people stuck in periods of waiting. You see David in the Psalms crying out to God for answers. You see Job in the Old Testament, struggling for an understanding during his depression. As we looked at earlier, we have the woman in this Easter story who experienced the depths of Jesus's abandonment, their Messiah, dead. There appears to be defeat. Where can they place their dependence now? Where can they turn in the waiting? Well, their experience is parallel to ours God's silence led them to a call to dependence this dependence means a trust that the all-powerful God is at work he is alive he is active and alert why because the story of Easter reveals a reason for hope a motive to depend because Mary and their disciples got their Lord back Christ's separation God's commitment, our reason to depend. God is still at work when we think he's not. So what is our application here to this passage of silence? How can we respond in the waiting of Holy Saturday? Do you see how the story of Easter points us towards loving God that the Bible claims him to be? In the quietness of Holy Saturday, when Jesus's body lay in the tomb, the hope of the resurrection lingered in the air while God was at work in the weeping. This is significant for us today, guys, because you know what it means. When we feel abandoned by the world, we can turn to the Bible, to the image of the cross, and the promises of God, and we can see that there is a calming comfort offered to us and an unconditional love available love has the last say we don't have to suffer alone we don't have to be alone because God wants us which is why he sent his son Jesus to be persecuted to endure the depths of suffering and separation from God so we would never have to and this means that when we feel he is absent he is present The example of Jesus on the cross was God solidifying that even when we think no one is there, God remains and he is enough. So I challenge you to think today, take this as an objective truth that this message of Easter is true and that God is always with you and listening and working in the waiting. Has your perspective of him changed? Can you understand how God was alive in the quiet corners of this passage? Where in your life are you stuck in this waiting story of Holy Saturday anticipating answers from God? Where do you feel that God is absent? Are you looking for a romantic partner? Are you tired of your current job, stuck in the mundane routine of life? Do you have a sick family member are someone who is being diagnosed as terminally ill? Are you leaving college and you're unsure of your next steps because COVID has limited the availability of jobs? Are you struggling financially and can't see a light at the end of the tunnel? Or are you battling mentally with your own thoughts? God is directly at the core of all our experiences with suffering and loneliness. And he wants us to trust in his word The truth is God surrounds us in his love, even if we can't see it. Call on God. Listen to him. What is God saying in your silence? And I'll finish with this verse from a book in the Old Testament where the prophet in Isaiah is offering advice to the Israelites as they were entering into a time of sacrifice, of physical suffering. Then you will call and the Lord will answer. You will cry for help and he will say, here am I. Call on the Lord on this holy Saturday and be expectant for him to show up. Thanks so much guys um, for listening to that there. Rebecca is just going to come and reread the passage for us now. Um, and after she's finished, we're going to have about a minute, a minute, and a half of silence um, just to wait on God, just to process this message of Holy Saturday. Um, and as the silence finishes, Andrew's going to come in and lead us with a song of reflection. So feel free to sing um, along at home if you like, um, or equally just enjoy the words and the music. Um, so do use this time to connect with God if you feel comfortable and ask him to reveal himself to you and trust in the waiting and the silence of Holy Saturday. So the reading is from Matthew chapter 28, verses 62 to 66. The next day, the one after preparation day, the chief priests and Pharisees went to Pilate. Sir, they said, we remember that while he was still alive, that deceiver said, After three days, I will rise again. So give the order for the tomb to be made secure until the third day. Otherwise his disciples may come and steal the body and tell the people that he is raised from the dead. This last deception will be worse than the first. Take a guard, Pilate answered. Go make the tomb as secure as you know how. So they went, and made the tomb
2: secure by putting a seal on the stone and posting the guard.
3: Find my rest without you, I fall. more grace is found is where you are comes my way And when I cannot stand
2: Father, we thank you for this reminder, and for this call that you've given to us to continue to depend on you, to continue to trust in you. Oh God, in this very trying times, in this lockdown, we're reminded again that you went through suffering. And we, like the disciples, you know, were cramped up in a room or just, you know, mourning and and in despair about the death of, of the person they hoped will save them. In the same way we're maybe locked down, maybe we're in loneliness, we're in one situation that's similar to what the disciples are currently facing at the time when Jesus died. But God, you've shown us through scriptures that you are always there for us even when we think you're absent, even when we feel that you're absent, you've reminded us that you're committed to us, you're committed to loving us, you're committed to be gentle and kind to us and your love to us is unfailing. And when we trust that love, We know that you carry us through. When we depend on you, we know that your spirit will give us comfort and your spirit will give us strength. God, I pray today that the strength you fought, the strength you died to win for us, that courage, that life that you died to bring to us, God, I pray we will experience to your spirit today. I pray for anyone, whatever situation, whatever condition we're in, loneliness despair in need or want jesus you died on the cross you suffered for us you tasted death for us so that all of this can be taken away i pray god that you will be with us and you give us strength to live through these times and these moments and at the end your name will be glorified in jesus name amen
1: and um- Yeah, thanks to everyone who came along this evening. Thank you, everyone who was serving as well. I hope everyone had a lovely time um, and, yeah, enjoyed just taking the time to reflect and think through the deeper meaning of Easter outside our cremex. Um, so, yeah, just a few notes to have. Do come along to our Easter service. Um, tomorrow we'll be celebrating Jesus' resurrection, um, the next chapter of the story. So that'll be from half four to half five. And um, the Zoom link is gonna be thrown into the chat there. Um, and again, just like this, you can engage as little or as much um, as you want to. Um, we also have these Pentecost prayer devotionals, um, which is gonna be this super cool thing coming out in your emails um, over the next month. The link's going to be in the chat, and um, there. There's also a blog on on why um, these are important. Even if you're not a Christian today, um, and you're on this, I think reflections like this are just really cool, just to kind of understand your own thoughts, and kind of get a, a wider perception of the world, and just yeah, kind of challenge um, your own thinking on things. So don't be afraid to sign up to that if you're if you don't go to church normally. Um, and yeah also my email is going to be thrown into the chat there if you have any questions about anything to do with church or just um faith in general do send them on um, and there's also going to be me and a couple of friends hanging around after this and um, if you have any questions or challenges and or you just want to ask about further resources and um, there's going to be a song playing now um, and then after that we'll be on the zoom for 10 to 15 minutes if you'd like to stay Um, and chat about that we'd love to chat to you Uh, we'd love you to challenge us um, and we'd love to challenge you back Um, so do stay around if that's something you'd be interested in so yeah thanks so much for coming guys god bless and have a happy easter